With the 2020-2021 NBA season coming to an end and the Milwaukee Bucks winning their first championship in 50 years, I thought it'd be cool to rank the past 10 NBA Finals and put them all into a tier list. I saw this idea from Dom K on YouTube and decided why not? The Finals are arguably the best part about the NBA season and to see how the 2021 Finals stacks up to the previous 10 Finals would be pretty controversial. If you haven't seen already, NBA Twitter has exploded with people saying there should be an asterisk to this title, which is complete blasphemy in my opinion. Contrary to these fools on Twitter, I think that this finals between the Bucks and Suns has been actually one of the best in recent years. So without spoiling my rankings any further, let's dive straight into this tier list. Starting off with the 2012 finals between the Miami Heat and the Oklahoma City Thunder, this series is probably more on the underrated side. It was a matchup featuring the Heat Big 3 still trying to win a ring and a young OKC team that nearly advanced to the finals the year prior. The young core consisted of Durant, Westbrook, and Harden as a six man, and they just pulled off a reverse sweep against the San Antonio Spurs the series prior. And while yes, the series did end in five games, the games were, not gonna lie, pretty close all throughout the series. The most notable game was definitely game one. Kevin Durant led the way with an efficient 36 points, while Russell Westbrook chipped in 27. Much to the surprise of everyone, the Thunder came out and quite convincingly won this game. It sent the media into a frenzy. The narratives of LeBron not being able to win and the young Thunder squad being the next dominant force in the league were as prominent as ever. Luckily for the Heat, their big three stepped up big time and eliminated any other hope Oklahoma City had of winning this series. Throughout the next four games, LeBron James dominated and was able to, with the help of Wade, Bosch, and Shane Batty as well, send the Thunder home in five games. Another notable moment was in game four in which Russell Westbrook had an all-time finals performance, scoring 43 points in an effort not to go down 3-1. I feel like this final series, despite it being short and not the most entertaining after game one, had significance to the Heat players as well as the Thunder players. LeBron got his first ring, Wade his second, and Bosch his first as well. On the other hand, the Thunder proved themselves as a force to reckon with in the years to come. I believe that the 2012 Finals deserve a solid B tier ranking. Moving on to the 2013 Finals, which gave us one of the most memorable endings of all time in Game 6. This series featured the Miami Heat trying to win back-to-back in -back a San Antonio Spurs squad that was back in the finals for the first time since 2007. The Spurs core of Tim Duncan, Tony Parker, and Manu Ginobili was on the decline, but they replenished this offensive firepower with an offense centered around ball movement and teamwork. Another large part of their success was, of course, Kawhi Leonard, who hadn't quite become the Kawhi we know today, but was playing good defense on LeBron and being the X factor that the Spurs needed to beat the Heat. Most of us remember the Ray Allen dagger in the closing seconds of Game 6, and LeBron's fallaway mid-range shot that sealed Game 7. These iconic games themselves are beyond incredible. Hell, there were even moments throughout the series that were equally as incredible that may not have even been remembered and documented as the other two moments. Danny Green's 27-point performance in Game 3 while shooting 78% from 3 was surprising to see. Never forget the Game 6 comeback fueled by LeBron that obviously resulted to the Ray Allen 3. Adding on to all of this, the fact that all the games were close and competitive makes the 2013 Finals one of the best. To this day, I still can't help myself but re-watch the highlights of Game 6 and 7 especially. Without a doubt, 
the 2013 finals deserves an S tier ranking. Now, most would assume that we got much of the same in the 2014 finals, a rematch between the Heat and the Spurs. But this was not the case at all. The Spurs absolutely dominated while the Heat only managed to win one game the entire series. LeBron was still LeBron, but both Wade and Bosch were on the decline. They were still all-star caliber players, just not the same as before. Tim Duncan got one last ring, the last of the Spurs dynasty. Kawhi Leonard was coming to his own at this point and played spectacularly in the finals. Not only did he improve on offense, becoming more reliable and versatile, but Kawhi maintained his excellence on defense on LeBron. This helped him take on the 2014 Finals MVP. Yet, despite the storyline of the Spurs getting revenge on the Heat and preventing them from three-peating, this series was not all that entertaining. Therefore, I'm going to have to put the 2014 Finals in the C tier. Not a horrible Finals, just not as good as the other Finals in the 2010s. Transitioning to the second half of the decade, we have the 2015 Finals. Now, keep in mind, 2015 was the start of a stretch where the Cavs and Warriors played each other for four years straight in the Finals. But this was before Kevin Durant joined the Warriors and created the best team in NBA history. Most people remember the 2015 Finals as the Warriors winning pretty comfortably, but in all honesty, they weren't even the favorites heading into the playoffs that year. It was really unfortunate to see Kevin Love's shoulder get ripped out by Kelly Olynyk in Round 1, and even more heartbreaking to see Kyrie Irving break his kneecap in Game 1 of the Finals. On the other hand, the Warriors were on the verge of losing to the Grizzlies if Mike Conley didn't get hurt. They faced an easy Rockets team in the conference finals, and we were still questioning if this team was still legit. I mean, obviously they were good, but the whole world knew that the Cavs would probably win if Kyrie and Love weren't injured. There was quite a bit of suspense in the final series, where LeBron carried the Cavs to a Game 3 win, which gave them the 2-1 lead. Eventually, the Warriors would pull it out and win in 6 games. In my opinion, this series had little to no excitement, mainly due to the injuries. It would have been much more entertaining if one of Kyrie or Kevin Love were healthy. 2015 is a solid B tier if you ask me. Yet 2016 was much different than 2015, despite the matchup being the exact same. However, this time around, both Kyrie and Love were healthy and ready to bring the first championship to Cleveland, which they did. Now, this series is legendary and has so many iconic moments, but it's still mildly overrated. Don't get me wrong, Game 5, 6, and 7 were some of the best games we've ever witnessed, but Games 1, 2, and 3 were complete blowouts. After a mediocre Game 4 in which Steph and Clay caught fire in the second half, the series seemed over. The Warriors were on the verge of winning back-to-back -back until the most legendary comeback of all time unfolded in one of the best seasons in NBA history. Never forget that in the Western Conference Finals, the very same Golden State team that blew a 3-1 lead to the Cavs also came back from a 3-1 deficit against the Thunder. The storyline of LeBron trying to bring home the first professional sports championship to Cleveland in 52 years was sensational to watch. LeBron's block on Iguodala and Kyrie's sidestep 3 are some of the most iconic plays ever. And even Game 5 was incredible, with LeBron and Kyrie dropping 40 each on the Warriors home court. All in all, this series definitely had its ups and downs with a few blowouts and not so close games. But the games that really counted were beyond spectacular and that in my opinion still makes 2016 an S tier finals. And next up, 2017 and 2018. Easily the two worst finals of the past 10 years. 
both D tier in my eyes. Now, both series did have close game threes and of course, two of KD's iconic shots over LeBron, but we all knew who was gonna win before the season even started. I've got to mention game one of the 2018 finals because that made me consider moving into the C tier, but I decided against it. If you don't remember that game, game one of the 2018 finals was the game that J.R. Smith got the offensive rebound on George Hill's missed free throw and dribbled it back out. We got a ton of memes that night, but no real good basketball is being played those two series. 2019 was a pretty interesting year. A pretty competitive series that was kind of plagued by injuries similar to 2015. The Raptors were completely healthy, while the Warriors were missing Kevin Durant for most of the series and Klay Thompson for the second half of Game 6. KD managed to return for Game 5 and was playing well until he unfortunately tore his Achilles. I believe this was when the Warriors had DeMarcus Cousins, who was riddled with injuries all throughout the entire season. I clearly remember Bogey playing really well in the finals and replenishing a lot of the firepower that KD provided. Throughout all these injuries, the Warriors put up a great fight and without a doubt would have won the series if there weren't any injuries. Even if Clay didn't get injured in Game 6, I feel like they would have won Game 6 and eventually Game 7 as well. So yeah, in fact, that would have been a 3-1 comeback, as if you don't remember, the Raptors were actually up 3-1 in that series. But what this series didn't have was an iconic moment. There wasn't really a series-defining play or shot in my opinion, which puts the 2019 Finals at a B tier for now. This leaves us with the last two Finals, 2020 and 2021, two seasons affected by the pandemic. But let's start with 2020. As we all know, there weren't any fans at all in the arena, which automatically decreases the grade for 2020. And aside from the fact that there weren't any fans, the 2020 Finals were pretty average at best. It's on par with 2015 and 2019 in that both were six games long and neither of the Finals had an iconic moment. However, the narratives and storylines were fun to watch unfold. The fact that the fifth seeded Miami Heat got all the way to the finals after beating the Bucks and Celtics in rounds two and three was extremely memorable. Jimmy Butler's 40 point triple double was also insane to see. And even that photo of him leaning on the stands on the baseline was really, really cool. For the actual gameplay, it was decent, but not great. The importance of the finals was decent, but not great. LeBron did win his fourth ring and fourth finals MVP, which really spices up the GOAT debate, but overall the 2020 finals were decent and not great. In my opinion, the 2020 finals are in the B tier. And lastly, the 2021 NBA finals. The most recent final series where the Milwaukee Bucks beat the Phoenix Suns in six games. The Suns got out to a 2-0 lead, but the Bucks, unlike they normally do, made adjustments and came right back. Although the Bucks did win four straight games in this series, the four games that they did win were all close. The 2021 Finals featured Giannis Antetokounmpo and Devin Booker both dropping back-to-back 40-point -back games. We had a 50-piece from Giannis in the closeout game that solidified him as a top three player in the league. Above all these crazy statistical performances is the fact that we had two small market teams battling it out in the Finals. Both teams went through a difficult path. And despite some injuries, it's still remarkable how both teams beat the favorites in their own conference. And lastly, both teams had a player that proved themselves in Giannis and Chris Paul. I'm genuinely happy for Giannis and CP. 
the fact that people have the back-to-back -back MVP in the lower half of the top 10, definitely gave Giannis the motivation and feel he needed to prove everyone that he is a winner. And for Chris Paul, he finally got over the hurdle of getting to the NBA Finals, and I'm proud of him for that. All throughout the 2021 NBA playoffs, we also got the Suns in 4 meme that was quite hilarious. Taking all of this into consideration, the 2021 NBA Finals that are fresh in our memories is an S-tier Finals. There may be some recency bias towards this ranking, but there wasn't anything that the 2021 NBA Finals didn't have. The iconic moments were there, the Giannis block on DeAndre Ayton, as well as the Drew Holiday steal and alley-oop pass to Giannis in the closing minutes of Game 5. I can't even describe just how good these 2021 NBA Finals have been. Overall, throughout the whole 2010s decade, we've had some great final series and I'm truly grateful for basketball in general. It's a pleasure to watch the world's greatest athletes compete for an NBA championship. And even though, you know, my favorite team, the Portland Trailblazers, haven't won a championship recently, things are bound to change. So make sure you buckle up and get ready for some more amazing basketball for the rest of the 2020s. Please make sure to drop a like and subscribe as it helps me out a ton and it takes two seconds of your day. So please do so if you enjoyed the video. But that is it for this one. Peace out.